0: And I had a fantastic relationship. This, this is Stephen, and I just wanted to share. You should always be in a place where you're celebrated. Life is too short to stay somewhere in the college. If you cannot help a person, wow. don't hurt them, especially when stories just hold essences that bring out the best in other people. Something that touches other people, and that's what your show does. It doesn't, it's not just conversation as you start it, it actually has a purpose. Good morning, good morning, welcome to Coffee Talk with Sora, your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. This morning we're going to be having some great conversation about something that's relevant in our world today. Folks, we're going to be talking about dealing with depression during the holiday season. Although the holidays are a time of joy for many, they can also trigger symptoms of anxiety and depression for others. It's not easy fighting the holiday blues, but a little effort goes a long way, and today we're gonna give you clues and cues you can use for your holiday blues. So don't give up just yet. I am one of those persons, you know, for some times in my life, I've had some challenges during the holiday season. It first started with, I think it was around 2005, where my ex-husband was murdered on Christmas Eve, And it was a very difficult holiday time for us and and my children, and it was hard getting through that. And then two years later after that, that would have been sometime around December of 2007, I believe, I was diagnosed with with cancer, and that began another battle for, for my family. And then about three years after that I my fiance was diagnosed with cancer and which a battle that he did not survive. And so for me, I prior to those incidents happening, I've always been a fan of the holidays. I've always loved the Christmas time. I remember going into Macy's and other department stores and the mall and walking the streets of downtown DC seeing all the lights lit up and it was such a magical time for me. And for my family, and then when those events started to happen, they began to take to take a change and take a toll on, on my life. But but you know, um, with with the grace of God and through a lot of work and a lot of prayer and working with and counseling, I was able to work through it. And I'm confident that if you are in a place of depression or it's hard for you, I, I believe that you can work through it as well. You know, sometimes the strongest people are not those that show strength in front of others, those who win battles that we know nothing about. So my heart goes out to anyone out there who is in a spirit or a moment of depression and you're dealing with these holiday times and it's been hard for you. I'm hoping that the show and what we share today can help you through those moments. Today I have the pleasure of having in the cafe with me a woman No stranger to this work. She is the founder and owner of Sutley Professional Counseling and Consulting that is located in College Park, Georgia. Her name is S. Candy Winfield. She is a licensed professional counselor, and she's here to chat with me in the cafe about dealing with depression during the holiday season. Good morning, Candy. How are you? Good morning and such a pleasure uh, to join you this morning So I thank you for the invitation Mm -hmm. And you're right, we need to talk about How to be blessed and not stressed and depressed For the holidays So I thank you for the invitation So that we can have that dialogue going on this morning I pray that hearts will be healed and lifted After hearing what you have to share uh, on the show This morning. So, Candy, tell me, how long have you been at this woman's work? I have been a professional counselor for 20 years now, just hard to believe, Uh, and primarily been uh, in Georgia uh, my whole practice. It's actually a second career for me, Um, but I have always been a, a professional counselor working here in Georgia, specifically on the south side and really wanted to share this morning um about the holidays because you are so right uh, in your opening talking about um events that occur sometimes when the holidays come around they are reminders of what has happened or what didn't happen uh sometimes the holidays holidays excuse me always do bring to the forefront our losses Uh, it's oftentimes that this Christmas someone is not here who was here last Christmas. Or even if the loss was a long time ago, the holidays, again, are reminders of our losses. I know even myself, I had a moment over the weekend uh, reminiscing on my mother who um, passed three years ago. So the holidays do kind of bring to the forefront our losses, but also sometimes – Promises that we have made to ourselves, oftentimes we may say, next Christmas I'm going to be working full-time or owning my own business or I'm going to be married or, you know, we make these promises and have goals and expectations even for ourselves, and they may not come to fruition the way that we want. And so it's a marker, again, of sometimes looking back, reflecting where we are, uh, our accomplishments as well as our successes, but sometimes we also look at what we didn't accomplish. And I think rather than sometimes focusing so much on what has not happened, we do need to be grateful and be able to reminisce and be grateful for what has occurred. Um, there's one thing I always say is that it's not so much what happens to us as it is what we say to ourselves about what happened. And what I mean by that is, again, we can say, I got fired today. And we can go into uh, the doom and gloom of that, oh, I'm not going to get a job, and if I don't have a job, I'm not going to pay my mortgage. If I don't have my mortgage, I'm going to pay my rent, I'm going to be homeless. Or we can look at it, oh, my goodness, will that season end, that job ended." God must have something else for me. I'm excited to see what the next step is. So, again, it's not what happens to us as much as it is what we say to ourselves. And during the holidays, we have to be very, very mindful of what our self-talk is and what we're saying to ourselves about our circumstances. That can make a big difference in our lives. So rather than using the barometer to measure what didn't happen, Sometimes we have to be thankful and grateful and mindful of what our successes and accomplishments are, no matter how minute they are. And sometimes it is those very small, significant moments that make the difference in our lives, being present in the moment rather than giving presence. You know that that that's good stuff. I, I I like that you mentioned. I want to back up a little bit because I got a question for you. You you, you mentioned um, you mentioned people being reminded of things that they didn't do or things that they didn't accomplish. What can one do to derail that emotional uh, train wreck that that happens when we allow that thoughts those thoughts to enter our mind? How can we derail from that? Good point. You have to, again, change your thoughts about it, your self-talk, rather than ruminating and dwelling on the fact that this year so-and-so won't be here. This year I'm going to commemorate the person that I love or what hasn't occurred by creating sometimes a new tradition, uh, doing something different, creating sometimes a new memory, rather than dwelling on the old memory. So there are things that you can do in terms of being proactive and taking charge rather than sitting and going back. I kind of look and use the analogy that, especially around the holidays, it's like driving a car, that you have to be focused on what's in front of you and where you're going. And again, sometimes creating new traditions, new rituals, um, focusing on not being alone or isolated But going forward And not so much focus on looking in the rearview mirror Because, again, trying to move forward Looking in the mirror, you're going to crash mm-hmm. And so you have to be proactive And do those things that don't allow you to crash well, but It, it sounds a, like it's a lot of effort that, that has to take place on the person Who's moving through this depressional state so it, it, it looks like a person who's in a depression state has to work through this and, and want to come out of the situation. Absolutely. You are so right, Soy. Um, and any kind of therapeutic um, therapeutic intervention is work. It takes work. Um, you can't just want it. You have to, again, do something. Um First thing, changing your thoughts, being mindful of your thoughts, being aware, uh, being conscious, that takes work. But then, again, implementing change, doing something different kind of can make all of the difference. So uh, you're absolutely right. It takes work. Um, I want to kind of segue into my first tip. I mentioned that I had some tips. First one being following the leading of the Holy Spirit. But sometimes there's Mm. things that we know, know knowing our spirit, knowing our gut, I shouldn't do this or, you know, don't go here or don't do certain things, but we don't follow it, we don't honor it. And know that he will always lead you into peace and he will never Mm. lead you into stress because he is the Prince of Peace. Mm. So using that, um, you mentioned also, Um, doing a whole lot, making the whole season magical. Uh, We have to sometimes avoid the Superman, Superwoman syndrome during the holidays. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Don't overspend, don't overcommit, don't overwork, don't overeat, don't overdrink. But do everything in moderation. Again, being present in the moment. Honoring your body, honoring your boundaries, they can make a big difference in terms of avoiding depression and stress during the holidays. Mm Mm-hmm. That sounds like really good good ways to manage anxiety and depression. So uh, thank you for that. And I hope that folks are listening or are taking notes. And if you feel that you've missed something, please go back and listen to this recording as many times as you need to, and share it with someone else that you feel may benefit from hearing this great information. Okay, I'll continue. Be about your own purpose and calling
1: that around the
0: holidays a lot of people will draft you into their projects and their uh, work. And so learning to say no, which, again, is about boundaries. uh, When people try to get you involved in what they're doing and what their purpose and calling is, uh, again, that goes back to kind of being overcommitted. But knowing where your boundaries and your limits are, uh, it's when we do too much sometimes and we're moving out of what we're responsible and accountable for that we can get into trouble and feel overwhelmed because oftentimes when we're over here doing what somebody else should be doing, we're neglecting our own home, our own families, our own priorities. And so mm-hmm. knowing where the limits are and not being drafted into someone else's project calling, and purpose. Number four? Well, you know what? Before oh, go we go to number four, let's, let's talk about number three a little bit, because I, I a, a, a friend comes to mind when you were mentioning that. Now, I, I am not a, a person who, who, who struggles with depression. However, I do have I have a friend, and I remember calling um, this friend and trying to get this friend to move out of places uh, no, I, want, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. What do you want to do? I don't want to do nothing. I just really want to sit there and be a bump on the log and just sulk in that depression. And I have kind of um, bumped my head against the wall trying to find the boundary of when do I say okay and let this person just be depressed, or should I keep nudging and keep trying to help, or what? Do, what do you? What do people like me do? How do we know? When to stop? Where, where are those boundaries for us? For those who are trying to save someone or help someone else, where does that okay. boundary lie? Good point. Can good we point? find? I think what's key uh, is how do I save someone? And and that's the what's key. We cannot save someone. People have to want change. Oh. They have to want help. What you do in a situation like that is you point out to them. Well, you know, sitting here sulking. It's not going to change your situation. You're allowing yourself to be this way. You don't have to allow that. There's things that you can do not to feel the way you're feeling. But I understand if you're choosing to sit and be in this space right now. I can't move you out of the space unless you want to. So, again, kind of putting the responsibility and the accountability on them. I'm willing to to go with you, but you got to move. I can't uh pull you along like a bulldozer. You know, people have to want help and want to be different. And and you have to sometimes they don't realize that. Sometimes they think something magical is going to happen, they're going to snap out of it. But the first thing is is making a decision that mm-hmm. I don't want to be this way. And depression is a fight. Don't let anyone think and and uh, even for your listening audience, those who are struggling with depression, it is a fight. Your life. Depression Mm. can take over your life and rob you of your life if you allow it. That's why there's therapists, that's why sometimes there's medication interventions that are necessary, sometimes there's treatment and hospitalizations that are necessary, but a person does have to do something about depression because it will rob you of your Mm. life, meaning your literal. Physical life. People often, unfortunately, take their lives because of depression becoming so dark and um, such a dark place. Good stuff. Okay. So number four, you are moving on to number four. Number four is (laughs) this is going really well. Put yourself first by taking care of yourself. Holidays in general demand more from us. Therefore, we need to get plenty of rest. We need to eat nutritious and healthy foods. We need to incorporate some form of exercise and fun into your routine. So knowing how to take care of yourself and what you need, and anybody who knows me, particularly clinically, knows one of my big things is boundaries. And so uh-huh. in taking care of yourself, you have to know where your boundaries are. So putting yourself first and taking care of yourself. That leads us into number five, which is to know that you do have physical, emotional, and spiritual limitations and stay within them. Don't try to be Superman, Superwoman. Mm -hmm. Number six, and this is important during the holidays but throughout the year, learn how to respond. Respond rather than react. And by that, know and understand, again, that it's not what happens to you, but how you respond to what happens that determines your victory. Respond rather than react to your circumstances. Mm. When we react to circumstances and situations, we come from an emotional place. Because we feel a certain way, then we act on it. So we react based on how we feel, when we respond in situations and circumstances, we think about it, we process it, we consider cause and effect, we consider consequences, repercussions, and then we make a decision how I need to act in this particular situation. So just because I didn't get an invite to the Christmas party doesn't mean that I need to bad mouth and talk about, I didn't, you know, say negative things. I need mm-hmm, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe the email went to spam, or maybe she transposed <laughs> a letter when she was typing it. Maybe I need to call her and say, you know, I didn't get my invitation. Could just be an a, a oversight. So again, learning to respond because when I react, now I'm thinking I'm not invited, now I'm sending out negative energy to, to the person and to anyone else. So again, sometimes we have to learn to respond and not react emotionally, and always come from an emotional place. That's a yeah, level that, of maturity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah, it is a level of maturity. I think that's a it's a common one, and and those who may not even suffer from depression could probably utilize that as well, just to kind of do that because you, you, when you find that you you have responded. Uh, where you reacted, then you have to kind of go back and, especially if you overreact, you have to go back and apologize and eat all of those words. And sometimes it could be rather humiliating if you had just, you know, taken a minute to pause or think through or just pace yourself. So sometimes you can really do yourself an injustice just by speaking too fast or, you know, reacting too fast. So that's that's a really good point. I have a few friends who are listening who, who should probably take note of that. So thank you. Thank you <laughs> and for that I think one. the other thing with, um, in terms of responding versus reacting when you're depressed, is realizing that when you're depressed, you're already coming from a negative place. One of the things mm. that depression does is causes you to have this negative lens that you view the world through. So mm. you have a negative view of yourself. You have a negative view of the future. You have a negative view of people. And so you're, again, going to interpret and process through that negative lens. When you respond, you're going to okay, now is this really this way or is it because I'm depressed? So you kind of, again, your self-talk needs to change Mm. versus accepting that it's your reality. It could be your reality because of your depression and so sometimes bouncing uh... it off of someone else. Good stuff, good stuff, yeah. All right, Ken. I think we have time for a few more tips. You have about two more you can share before we uh, close out the show? Sure. Two more. Um, Number seven is avoid being alone. Don't isolate and withdraw. Sometimes, again, with depression, as you mentioned, uh, the person doesn't want to be with anybody or do anything. Volunteer at a children's shelter. Go to church Spend time doing and being around people. Um, Number eight, go into the presence of God with thanksgiving and praise. You can't be depressed and praise at the same time. Uh, Make a joyful noise with songs of praise and worship. Create your own praise party. You know, have Hmm. uh, gospel music and uplifting music around and playing. Uh, Use the power of God's word and his promises to stand on. Again, rather than kind of being self-defeating with negative self-talk, know that you're more than a conqueror. Know that he's always with you. Know that he's not going to leave you. you know, so stand on the promises and uh, speak the promises. And then uh, number ten, and this is hard for all of us around the holidays, is to let discipline and self-control be your constant companion. Mm. So, again, restricting yourself sometimes, saying no, not eating that piece of cake <laughs> or that extra plate, you know, just using discipline and self-control, self-control with your tongue, self-control with, you know, your intake, uh, with your activities. Um So all of those things kind of allow you to have a blessed, holiday season Um, rather than being concerned about wrapping gifts and having gifts, wrap your arms around someone with a warm embrace. Send love as a gift. Be love. Be the light. Uh, Donate food and volunteer again somewhere in terms of giving and gifting and make new memories. Focus on the moment, create new memories, new rituals, new traditions, and be the light wherever you go this holiday season. And so to everyone, know that you can make a difference, you can change how you think, what you say to yourself, and you can be the light wherever you go this holiday season. And again, if you feel yourself struggling, you can always reach out to Suddenly Professional Counseling. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Candy, for being on the show. I really appreciate you sharing those holiday tips w- with the listeners. And I-, I honestly believe that if they listen and and begin to practice these things, they can see their holiday blues begin to change, and they can enjoy their holiday season. Thanks again. And for more information, to reach S. Candy Winfield. You can reach her at Suddenly Professional Counseling and Consulting. And your website is www.suddenlypc.com. That's S-U-D-D-E-N-L-Y, P as in Paul, C as in com. Our office number is 678-532-9760. Again, 678 532 Nine seven six zero. All right, folks, you have heard it from certainly professional counseling and consulting licensed professional counselor and founder S. Candy Winfield. Thank you so much for being in the cafe with me today, and I really appreciate your nuggets that you shared. You know, folks, as I think about the holiday season and I think about depression, it comes to my mind and and my heart, and this may go against those clinical practices, or or maybe not, but I, I like the fact that Candy relied on words like boundaries that speaks to balance because, you know, we have to take some responsibility for the decisions that we make. Now, there's no doubt that sometimes in life when we are doing all the right things, I mean, just everything right in the world, quote, unquote, you're a good person. Things will still happen. Life happens through no fault of our own sometimes, but I am here to tell you, I am living proof that if you just hold on, rely on your resources, get help, talk to professionals or people who can help you to pull yourself out of your situation and decide, decide, decide that your life is worth the fight. You can get through it. You can conquer those things. I am living proof of that, and I'm here to tell you that you can overcome it, but you have to decide. Now, then again, there are some times where we make choices, and our choices put us in bad places, and we have to take responsibility for that. So while we of reflecting on our lives during really the time of the year. where We're looking at our whole year and we're looking at what we accomplished, what we've done and we didn't do. I want us to be reminded that sometimes we're where we are because of our decisions, and I want all of us to think better. And every day I wake up doing the same thing. So what I'm sharing with you is something that I practice within my own life. Every day I wake up decided I'm going to try and be a better person than I was yesterday and try to make better decisions. And with that being said, that's going to close out our show for today. And what I want to say, this is our last show for 2017. So thanks to all who have supported the show this year. Continue to support the show. We'll support you. Please reach out to us. Like, comment, share the show. Sharing is caring. And you can reach out to us through social media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or you can call Our office number is 515-I-GOT-SOY, and again, it's 515-I-GOT-SOY. So Happy New Year to everyone, wishing you a healthy and prosperous 2018. Thanks for being a part of this experience with myself and as well as my team here on Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show. Share it, share it, share it, your cocktail to wellness. Happy New Year, everyone. Just love this show, Coffee Talk with Soy. That is your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday at 10 a.m. I'd like to thank the listeners and the guests for joining me in the cafe today. What a wonderful time we had. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Don't forget to download the app Coffee Talk with Soy from your app store. It's available on iTunes and Google Play. Stay connected, stay connected, folks, by visiting the website coffeetalkwithsoy.com with Soy.com. As well as looking for us under your social media sites. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the name Coffee Talk with Soy. Remember, the size of the problem is never the issue. Remember, it's the size of you. Be great because you are awesome. Tell them Soy said so. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Bye-bye.